Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk here video. Would you be the jerk for nearly pushing somebody off of the Grand Canyon? We'll find out, but first, a story from Adsver1383. Am I the jerk for what I, 18-year-old male, told my dad after I got tired with his stupid pranks? My dad's been annoying the heck out of me with this stupid stuff for years. He acts like a freaking teenager. I swear, sometimes I feel like I'm more mature than him. My mom's yelled at him a few times too because he also does it to her. He really doesn't know how pranks work or when to stop. It used to be dumb annoying stuff like giant fake spiders or roaches in the fridge or around the house, hiding in the shower to scare one of us, but honestly he's taking it too far. Some examples he's done to me for way over a year, taking all my clothes from my drawer and hiding it all over the house so I can't find it in the morning, has done it four times putting whipped cream all the way inside my shoes so I can't tell until after I put them on. I'm lactose intolerant, so one time he switched my almond milk out before I used it to make pancakes. It had me with mad runs all day. My dad apologized for that one, but the whole family was mad at him for a few weeks, so he stopped at the pranks. It's not like we don't talk about it. He says we'll laugh about it in the future, but really, I don't see that happening and told him there's other ways to make memories than pissing everyone off. A million times I told him to stop, because all it's doing is making me not want to be around him. All this week I've had job interviews lined up, since I'll be able to start working full time after I graduate in a couple weeks. I even bought a whole suit and tie to look more professional. Before I was leaving, he asked me to help him take the groceries out of the car because he had to go to the bathroom. Instead, he dropped a water balloon on me from the window when I was coming back in. For the first time, I was ready to cuss him out. That's how mad it got me. It made me more pissed because he was laughing, recording it on his phone, telling me to not get too mad and I can use one of his shirts for my interview. It wasn't even that though. This was my own nice suit I bought with my own money. The interview was going to be soon. But I didn't cuss, just told him this is why he's not going to hear from me after I move in a couple weeks, and just think about that. He told me to stop being dramatic, but I still kept going. Just so he wonders why I don't like him anymore, this is why, so he better be ready to get blocked after I'm gone. His reaction made me feel good because he was very serious. He didn't even tell me anything when I left or after when I came back. Ever since, he's been serious though. He's not even talking when we have breakfast doesn't smile and I don't want to talk to him either. My mom says that I seriously hurt his feelings and I shouldn't say stuff like that when that's just his way of trying to have fun with us. But I'm not seeing how telling him what's going to happen is wrong. I'm fed up. Does it make me a jerk for hurting his feelings in that way though? Would you guys agree with me in saying that OP is not the jerk in this situation? I feel like there's only so much you can take. And already going and spreading your clothes around the house for you to scavenge hunt? That's already a bit much, but imagine going to put your shoe on and all of a sudden gushing out of your shoe. Who's gonna laugh at that? Who's gonna go, oh you got me, you sprayed whipped cream in my shoe? 
I'd be out there screaming and demanding that they buy me a new pair of shoes for ruining the last pair. So I think it's pretty clear cut that OP is not the jerk here. Do you guys agree with me, or considering it seemed to really hurt their dad and they seemed to just totally let up, that they should go a little easier on them at this point? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is from Sloan AITA. Am I the jerk for expecting my wife to help me pay back my student loans from her inheritance? My wife is a stay-at-home mom for our two kids, and I work full-time as the sole income provider for the family. I'm slowly working on paying back my student loans. My wife recently received a relatively large inheritance, about five times the amount of my student loans. A month after everything regarding the inheritance was settled, I talked to my wife about using the inheritance to pay off my loans. She refused to give me any of the money and said the inheritance belongs only to her. I told her that, yes, legally that's true, but we're a family and we should share our resources to make our burdens easier. She disagreed and said that my student loans predate our marriage and are my sole responsibility. I feel like she was being unfair to our relationship and to us as a family. So the next day, I told her that if she was not going to help me pay off the student loans, now that she has the money, I will not be paying any expense that is solely hers, like clothes, eating out, flights, makeup, spas, new phone, etc. Instead, I will be putting that money towards my loans to pay them back faster. She accused me of being controlling with money and abusing my position as the income earner. But I don't see why I should be responsible for all that when she has her own money now. Am I the jerk? I'm really conflicted here. Because it's easy to say if they're in a committed relationship that the wife should have really no problem helping out with the loans. But then OP turns around themselves and does a bit of financial abuse by withholding all that money and basically threatening to hold back all the luxuries that they have been paying for so far. So I guess it just goes down to how strong is the relationship. If the wife is concerned that this thing's not going to last potentially, then then they have a reason to want to hold on to that money for sure. What do you guys think? Is OP the jerk here? Are they both jerks? Are neither side jerks? Let me know what you guys think in the comments. This next story is from Ecstatic Jeweler 7419 Am I the jerk for letting my husband sleep on the floor? My husband's recently developed a really bad habit. We split the chores, but whenever it's time for him to do his, he falls asleep. Today I cooked, and when one of us cooks, the other cleans up. When I asked him to do this, he said he's going to lay down for a bit and do it later. Less than a minute later, he was asleep. I tidied up, put the food away, and washed the dishes. When I came into the room, I realized that while I was downstairs, he had taken some biscuits and snacks out of his bag and eaten them in bed. Some of the leftover food is perishable, so I woke him up and asked him to please put it away. He said he can't because he's sleeping, so I reminded him that every day these past two weeks, I've done all the house chores, mine and his despite both of us working full time. He got up and then fell asleep directly on our bedroom floor, dragging the blanket down with him which fell neatly on top of him. I'm pretty tired of this as it feels like a full time job doing all the cooking, cleaning, laundry and grocery shopping. I've had absolutely no help recently and I'm shattered. I work full time in an intensive job. I plan on letting him continue playing this game. I don't want to wake him up and hope that this will show him that I'm not here to just baby him. It's also impossible that he cartoonishly fell on the floor and fell asleep whilst dragging the blanket off the bed and placing it on top of himself. Am I the jerk for letting him sleep on the floor? 
I think OP is not the jerk in this situation, and frankly, if he actually legitimately did cartoonishly fall right on the floor and fall asleep on the floor like that, I think it's worth them going in and getting checked for some kind of sleep apnea or maybe even like a narcolepsy. If he's really that tired and falling asleep that easily, he might have a legitimate medical issue. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Every single video has awesome stories, like our next story from Not Red and White, Am I the Jerk for Correcting Someone at Dinner? I went on a double date with my sister, Jamie, 24, and her new boyfriend, Paul, 25-ish. We went to an Italian place. Paul goes on about how the word for red in Italian is marinara, and the word for white is Alfredo, so that's how he remembers the sauce names. I told Paul I took Italian in high school, and it's Rosso and Bianco. It even says so on the wine menu. Paul started yelling at me and calling me wrong. Those are the names for wines, not colors. My husband showed him on Google the translation for red and white. Paul told my sister he was leaving and called us stupid jerks and how wrong we were. Paul and my sister left without paying their bill or even getting some food. When we asked the server, he said the drinks are no problem and not to worry about it. My sister texted me later and said, why do I think I always have to be right? And I embarrassed Paul. And it was immature of my husband. She said we didn't have to argue with him over something so silly. She called my husband and I bullied him. She told me that I don't have to say to people when they're wrong and embarrass them in public like that. I think OP's definitely not the jerk here, and this screams insecurity and childishness from the sister's boyfriend. One thing that greatly annoys me is people who cannot admit that they were wrong or made a mistake or weren't actually correct on knowing something. In this situation, if the boyfriend Paul was informed about the words actually being Rosso and Bianco, and that they were actually mistaken, they could easily laugh it off and say, you know what, I don't even know where I got that from. Goes to show, I guess you don't know everything. And I would say that they would seem like an amazing person for that. Instead, they gotta take every correction as if it's like a personal attack and a a war on who's right and admitting defeat is saying that you're not correct. Our next story is from Tiny Alps 334 Am I the jerk for bragging about my salary to someone who tried to shame me for my career choice? I've ran into my old classmate from high school, Charles, on the bus. We talked about what happened to us in the last eight years. He became a biologist, he's now doing his PhD, and wants to stay at the university as a researcher long term, specializing in the human microbiome. I was quite impressed, congratulated him, and told him what degree I got and what I do for work. He was really surprised that I'd only gotten a BSc degree and started talking down on me for it. He told me that I was so bright in high school and that he asked me what happened to me that caused my studies and career to go sideways. I was honestly shocked and offended but wanted to keep it civil. So I just told him I'm very happy with my choices, I love and enjoy my job, and I'm fulfilled with my work. He responded saying, yeah, yeah, but if I'd gotten at least a master's degree, I could make decent money, wouldn't have to work for pennies, and watch everyone beside me climb the career ladder. I have no idea why he thought this. I told him that I'm actually very satisfied with my salary. I definitely wouldn't call X amount pennies, and a lot of the high position people at our company only have BSCs. He looked at me with anger, told me that it's distasteful to brag about salary, and got off at the next stop. I was really confused about this interaction, so when I got home, 
I looked up the salary for researchers as it's public. PhD students make less than minimum wage and barely make more after they got their PhD. Now I feel crappy for what I said. Am I the jerk? I think OP's definitely not the jerk. First of all, this guy was already talking down you and your life choices. Talking down where you're at with your career. And they were the one that brought salary up. They literally described OP as basically having to watch everybody else climb the career ladder and working for pennies. So OP saying, hey, actually, I make pretty decent money. I feel is totally warranted. That little tail tucked between their legs comment of it's distasteful to brag about salary is just reeking with jealousy or disappointment because they couldn't feel like they've totally one-upped and dominated you in the career field. This next story is from C-Line 5033 Am I the jerk for going off on my soon-to-be husband for returning my wedding dress? Me, female 29, and my soon-to-be husband, male 33, are getting married soon. Wedding planning has so far been going alright, except for a few things he and I argued about, like the venue and the flower girl. Now we've been arguing about my wedding dress. This might sound cliche, but ever since I was young, I dreamed of having my own beautiful wedding dress. I can afford it, but my soon-to-be husband thinks it's not okay to waste a couple of thousand on a dress I'm only going to wear once. Yes, he might have a point there, but for one, this is a typical price for wedding dresses, and two, because it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, why not make sure it's special? Soon-to-be husband still wasn't convinced and suggested I rent a dress instead of buying one. He started saying that I'm being irresponsible with money and brought up how much money I've already put aside to rent a face. He means makeup and wear fake hair. He means extensions. But I have this vision of what I want to look like, sort of speak, on my wedding. And I think that it's my right as a bride. I went ahead and purchased the dress, but a day later, I found out that it was missing from my closet. I freaked out, but he told me he returned it and got the money back. I was shocked. I asked him why he did that, and he said he thought the dress was ridiculously expensive and that it was wasting money, and again suggested I go rent one. I blew up and went off on him, which I've never done before. He literally took a few steps back and told me to calm down. I said he had no right. I'm the one paying for the darn dress. He got upset and said that there's no, I'm paying it for myself in marriage and that my attitude is setting the tone for what type of dynamic we'll have in our marriage. He kept on about how I must expect for him to pay for everything while I keep my money or spend it irresponsibly. But I never tell him how to spend his money. I responded that he gets zero say in how I spend my money whatsoever. He told me that I should grow the freak up and stop with the dream wedding dress cliche, then stormed off to call his mom, who chewed me out saying she won't let me ruin her son's financial stability with how I deal with money generally. She too urged me to rent a dress or buy a cheaper one, way cheaper than the one I picked, and move on, but I declined. I think OP's not the jerk in this situation. I think it's very, very normal to want a dream wedding dress. I think it's very, very normal for OP to go ahead and pay for it themselves and should not get any grief if they pay for it themselves. And frankly, I worry for OP because the dynamic here seems to be a little strained. I think OP has every right to have the wedding of their dreams with the dress of their dreams, the hair, the makeup, and they shouldn't be shamed and feel bad for it. This next story is by Sadly That Sandwich. Am I the jerk for not wanting to babysit the kids of a single mom? 
I, 14-year-old female, just finished two weeks of exams, all between one to two hours, and today I had my final exam. I was expecting to rest and catch up on sleep today, but my mom casually told me two days ago that I was expected to babysit her friend's kids today, as their mom, my mom, and a few other friends were planning on having a girls' night out. I was pretty pissed, because it was kind of inconsiderate of her to spring this on me just as I'd finished my exams, but I didn't have a choice. She then later told me I was expected to babysit from 3.45pm to around 11.30pm, so around 8 hours. She expected me to keep them occupied, watch over them, and make them dinner. We have a nice housekeeper, but she's been ill lately so she can't take care of them. I was angry about the fact that I basically have to care for four kids. Her friend's kids and my two brothers, my older one being autistic and low functioning, but my mom said that I had to be considerate because the kids lack a father figure, and their mom hardly ever gets to go out as a result. I sympathize with that, but this has happened before, and the single mom's sister lives close by, so I'm not sure why she can't just leave them there. Even my dad is a little annoyed and has tried explaining to my mom that I've just finished two intense weeks of exams and want some space and alone time, but she won't listen because she can't change the date. And if anyone was wondering, my dad will be at home, but he said that he's most likely going to go out with his friends or he's just going to stay in his room. So am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk and at the very minimum, OP deserves to get paid for babysitting those kids. They can whine and complain and say that that's a single mom all they want and try to guilt trip OP, but the fact of the matter is they didn't even volunteer for this. They don't even really want to be there, so at least pay them for the services. Our next story is from OKShock3640. Am I the jerk for telling my uncle that his lies will be found out sooner or later? My uncle's been married twice. First marriage was my Aunt Lee. They had Darcy and Milo together. Aunt Lee passed when Darcy was about 12 and Milo was 9. Two years later, he met his second wife, Rebecca. Rebecca was a mom of three kids under four. Both were looking to make a new family. Darcy and Milo weren't happy with so much change in their lives. Darcy had been pretty vocal about not being ready for her dad to get married again, and she was especially vocal about not wanting a thing to do with Rebecca's kids. She told everyone who would listen she wasn't going to pretend she loved them or that they were her little siblings. It was such a sore spot between them. Then, Darcy died about a year into my uncle's marriage. Her death brought a lot of tension with it. My uncle and Rebecca went into making up stories about how Darcy had loved her little siblings, Rebecca's kids. He told us all that they never needed to know that the day she died, she had told them she wished they weren't part of her life. All this led to Milo speaking up and saying he was wrong, and that my uncle couldn't make them love Rebecca's kids. In time, Milo cut my uncle and his family off. I think he only speaks to me and one other mutual relative. That's it. He's now happily married and a dad, but has no desire to reconnect. My uncle still tells his now adoptive kids about Darcy and how much he loved them. The lies have grown. They ask about Milo, and he tells them Milo's just hurting without his sister, and that when they're older, they can all have a relationship again. They believe everything he tells them, even now that they're all older teens and young adults. My uncle learned, through someone, but I'm not sure who, that I've kept in touch with Milo. He wanted me to help him get in touch, and I said no. He told me they need to talk before one of the kids reaches out to him. 
I told him that his lies are going to come out sooner or later and maybe he should consider putting an end to it all now. He told me it wasn't my place to threaten him. I said it's not a threat, but sooner or later, lies always get found out. Some of my family think I should have just walked away. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk because I think OP was spitting nothing but truth here. I agree heavily that this whole thing is just riddled with lies that were being told. And when the uncle's kids go and try to reach out to Milo, if they get any contact and they get rejected, and the truth comes out, that's not because OP was making any kind of threats. OP wasn't threatening to do anything at all. This next story is from Told Him The Truth. Am I the jerk for telling my dad the real reason why I don't want to go on vacation with him slash his family and potentially ruining his marriage? I'm a 17-year-old male. When I was around 9, my dad, 39-year-old male, started seeing a friend of my mom's, cheated on my mom. They married and now they have three kids together. My dad asked for custody and he was granted to have me on weekends. He seemed happy to have me and always tried to include me in everything, but it was kind of weird and frustrating. He even tried to make me call his wife mom and went for full custody several times. Since being with his wife and making me accept his new family was more important than spending actual time with me alone, I stopped going to his house when I was 14. He tried to fight for full custody after my mom started dating my stepdad, a nice guy, but I told him to stop. The other reason why I stopped going, I never told my dad this one, is because his wife was so hostile towards me. My dad used to pay attention to me when I was there, so I think she didn't like it that way and one day told me behind my dad's back that I was an obstacle to my dad's happiness, that I should just stay with my mom full time. Their anniversary was five days ago. I didn't want to go, but he called my mom to threaten that if I didn't go, he'd go to court. He took his four kids, including me, his wife, his parents, and his parents-in-law to celebrate at a nice restaurant. Once there, he said that he had six tickets for vacations. I didn't say anything, but then he looked at me and said, one's for you. I said, thanks, but I'm not going. He seemed angry and said, okay, I had enough. Why don't you want to go? Just because, I said. But then he asked the same questions five more times. So the sixth time I said, because I hate your wife. Then he started asking why over and over again. So I ended up telling him the mean things she said to me. He was seemingly uncomfortable but told us to finish our meal. No one talked for the rest of the night and after we finished, I asked my stepdad to pick me up. I haven't spoken to my dad since. He just sent me a message asking if I changed my mind about the trip but I said no. My cousin told me that my dad's staying at my grandparents now. His wife texted me yesterday calling me a brat and asking if I was happy for potentially destroying my half-sibling's home life but I just ignored her. My cousins say that the kids are hurt and crying because my dad isn't at home, and she says that I should have just said other things or agree and then tell them later that I wasn't going. I think in this situation, OP is definitely not the jerk. First of all, they were prodded and prodded and prodded. So eventually they told the truth. Whether them expressing their true feelings about these people being a catalyst for causing some kind of drama or separation in the relationship... That's not OP's fault. Second of all, it's not OP's responsibility to cover up for this awful stepmom. In fact, maybe OP should go tell their dad just what their stepmom's trying to say to OP. Maybe point out to the dad how they're trying to vilify OP for not just 
lying and saying, oh, I'll go, and then hurting their dad later? Our next story is from throwaway 1792670182. Am I the jerk for making my friends pay for themselves instead of paying me back later? My friends, all female, Presley 18, Sam 18, Rose 17, Natalie 17, and I 19 are all planning a trip together before we move away to go to college. I was the one who suggested the trip, and we've all put in our own ideas into making this trip great. For context, I come from a middle class family and I'm very fortunate to have the money I do. However, I wouldn't consider my family wealthy as both my parents are educators and I have a large family. Because of this, I've been raised to not tie worth to monetary value. I've learned and grown up with paying less and creating more. My friends, however, all come from wealthier families. They don't look twice at a price tag and they tend to forget that money isn't unlimited. One other thing to note is that I'm paying for college and this trip on my own, while my friends are getting money from their parents. From the beginning, Natalie's taken charge. I would try to suggest budget-friendly options for our trip, and she shut it down and made decisions without my input. I found a hotel for $80 a night. She booked a vacation home for $148 a night. I would suggest buying things to make sandwiches on a road trip. She said we'd eat out every night, etc. Well, our trip is next week, and Natalie told me today that the others had agreed we'd all use one card to pay on the trip and add up all the money we spend, split it five ways. They brought this idea up a while ago, before we started booking things and making shopping lists, and I agreed to let them use my card. They said we'd use my card, which is fine, because I'm the only one with a credit card. Plus, I get cash back and bonuses, and I have enough money, so it helped my credit score. I would be totally fine with this if they would consider cheaper options that I'd suggest. If they went with every idea I suggested, we'd be spending $200 give or take. But with Natalie's suggestions, we'll be hitting $400 or so. I've told them that I'm not comfortable with this and would rather we all pay for ourselves. This way I can buy cheaper food and stuff and they could get what they wanted. They're all telling me to relax a little bit and loosen up. They said I'm ruining plans and stressing them out for changing things last minute. In a few days, we're supposed to be shopping for snacks, but I told them we need to buy things separately. So am I the jerk for agreeing to pay for my friends and let them pay me back, but changing my mind when I realized how much they were planning to spend? I don't blame OP and I don't think they're the jerk in this situation, mainly because it seems there was no willingness to compromise from everybody else here. What I would ultimately suggest is using OP's card, but only for the four of them, and then they split that all up and pay back OP, and OP pays for themselves separately. That way they can do what they want, OP will get some extra cash back, and OP can still be conscious about how much money they're spending for themselves. And our final story of the day is from Grand Canyon Push. Am I the jerk for leaving my boyfriend in Arizona after he pretended to push me over the edge of the Grand Canyon? I just went to the Grand Canyon with my boyfriend. I'm 150% afraid of heights. Don't go near windows and railings type of scared. Phobia in the full sense of the word. Because of this, I didn't want to go in the first place. But it's a famous destination, so I figured it was worth facing my fears. I had multiple convos with my boyfriend about my fears. At least five separate in-depth convos about how scared I was about having a panic attack around strangers. I have a long history of panic attacks. 
He assured me he'd help me maintain my distance from ledges and calm me down if I got overwhelmed or scared. We just went. We planned to do a tour, then go out by ourselves in the following days. Well, on day one on our tour, we stopped at a scenic lookout to take pictures. And he decided it would be funny to grab me and pretend to try and push me over the edge of the cliff. I immediately freaked out and unsurprisingly had a panic attack, all in front of our group while the poor guy tried to calm me down. I'm not proud of how I acted, but I'll tell you it wasn't pretty. I was sobbing and yelling that he was cruel for doing this, that he knew I was terrified and he was evil for using that against me. He was yelling back that it was a joke. I was taking it too seriously and to get over it because I was embarrassing myself and him. Which, to be fair, I was. It was quite embarrassing. I think I was the jerk in the next part. I told him he was a horrible person and his ex was right to leave him. Context, his ex left him because she thought he was immature, but she left right before a high-profile family event and embarrassed him among his family. He yelled that that was freaked up to say, and in hindsight I think he's right, especially since it was in public. The tour guide separated us and took me back to their office, and I have no idea what he did after that. He wasn't in our hotel when I got my stuff, and I got a flight to my parents' state, and I've been staying here while I figure out if this relationship is still alive. We live together and work for the same company, so if this is over, my life is going to get very messy. The thing is, we have a ton of mutual friends, and I have half of them texting and calling me to say I'm overreacting and being a psycho witch. Besides my three closest friends, I haven't told anyone anything, but because they all know him too, everyone's heard some version of events, and they're making it seem like I'm leading a PR campaign against him. I don't have social media and haven't said anything to anyone besides my best friends. They're particularly mad that I left him in Arizona. I don't think what I did was worth all the hate I'm getting. I left him the rental car and hotel room and took an Uber to the airport. I paid for everything myself, including our hotel room, and I left a note telling him I was going to my parents. I feel like people don't understand, but there's so many people saying the same thing that I'm starting to question myself. So, am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk here. Almost all of us have something that we're greatly, greatly terrified. Imagine that thing you're greatly terrified of, whether it's heights, whether it's spiders. I think I saw an episode of Maury once where some girl was terrified of pickles. Imagine confiding in someone that you are absolutely terrified to the point where you're afraid of having panic attacks in front of a group of people and for that person that you confided in to go and immediately at the first exposure of said thing prank you with it and totally scare you to your core. Based on that alone, I think OP's reaction is more than justified and it's really crappy of them to go around and try to PR storm themselves to their friends, giving them his version of events. Keep it between you two and figure it out in your relationship first before you go telling all your mutual friends about it and causing this ugly crap storm of hatred. But with that said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to see another Am I the Jerk here story that was crazier than the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 